Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge on Yahoo Sports Radio. Well, we had Hall of Fame general manager Bill Polian on last week, and he was so good, we've invited him back for a second straight turn. A first for us and a for our guests. And you know what? Bill said yes. That's also a first for us. Bill, welcome back. And let me start by asking you, as former general manager of the Panthers and former general manager of the Colts, in fact, the guy who drafted Peyton Manning, where's your allegiance for this weekend's game? Well, um, you know, in the NFL, you root for your friends. And, and I have friends on both teams. So I can't lose either way. But um, the guy I'm probably closest to is number 18 for the Broncos. And since uh, he's, it, this may not be his last year, but it might be his last chance at a Super Bowl, uh, that's where my heart is. Hey, Bill, back in 1998 when I was working the NFL draft, talking to all the teams, I found the Manning and Leaf debate at the top of the board to be a toss-up. Half the teams like Manning and just as many like the Leaf. But only one team had to decide between the two, and that was your Colts. What tipped the scales in Manning's favor? Um, the same things that made him great, selflessness, incredible uh, preparation, incredible dedication to his craft, uh, high character, intelligence, and uh, leadership. Bill, there was uh, some talk, I remember back then, that you guys didn't really know whom he would take up to the very end. And I know I've spoken to you since then, and you've told me that's not exactly true. Could you tell our listeners uh, what was going into that thought process? Yeah, we, we kept it very quiet because Mr. Ursay wanted to be uh, party uh, to the, uh, the choice uh, in, in New York, and, and that's entirely uh, correct. And so we, we didn't reveal ourselves even to Peyton until uh, very uh, midweek prior to the draft, and he was really anxious. And, and kind of upset with me because I wasn't I wouldn't tell him right off the bat. Um, but uh, April one, we knew who we were taking. Uh, after we worked them both out, after we'd uh, met with both of them um, and, and assessed all the information we had, it wasn't even close. Uh, he, he was it was Peyton by a mile, but we weren't gonna we weren't gonna let that out. Bill, when you turned in the card that April with Manning's name on it, could you have in heaven envisioned? the career he's had, a career that would put his name in the conversation with the Grams, Unitas's, and Montana's among the greatest all time. I mean, what do you expect when you take a quarterback with the first overall pick of a draft? Goose, I, I wish I could, I could answer that question, yes, but i got to be truthful. <laughs> uh, the answer is no. We, we hoped we were getting a quarterback who could lead us for 10 years or so and, and maybe lead us to the promised land. Uh, I've told this story before. Uh, when we made that decision early in April, Jim Irsay called me in. He said, have you made up your mind? And I said, yeah, it's Peyton. And he said, okay, uh, tell me what the upside and what the downside is. Well, I said, well, the upside is obvious. If, if we're right, um, he's got, we, we got a chance to go where we want to go. And I said, if, if we're wrong, the downside is the worst we have is Bernie Kosar. So he laughed and said, well, that's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That shows you what kind of a scout I am. With, with, with no, not denigrating Bernie, what I owe him. He was a darn good quarterback, but yeah, uh, certainly Peyton's, Peyton's gone a long way uh, from, from that. Bill, you had another controversial call in the 1999 draft. You had the fourth overall pick in the choice of two elite running backs, the Heisman Trophy winning Ricky Williams and Edger and James. The world expected you to draft Williams. You took James. Why? 
Um, better acceleration in the hole, um, better hands, uh, better fit for our offense, and uh, much more stable at the time. Yeah, I, I had heard that uh, you needed, with Peyton as your quarterback, you needed a, receiver, a running back who could catch the football, and that was the edge. Yeah, well, all of those, those four reasons uh, put him, uh, you know, there, there was a pretty big difference between he and Ricky in our minds. Sure. Uh, not that Ricky was a bad player, but just that Edge was was the right fit, and, and that's obviously what it turned out to be. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. We're with Hall of Fame general manager it Bill Polian. It was not popular. It was not a popular choice. That's I sure. remember. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Polian's <laughs> a popular but it was choice. The right the... choice again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a popular choice on our <laughs> network, Bill. And I want to ask you about the other team or another team you worked for, and that's the Carolina Panthers. Simple question here. Had you had the first pick of the 2011 draft, let's just say you were the GM of the Panthers then, would you have had reservations about Cam Newton? Yes, I would have. And, uh, and I think it's, uh, there's great credit to Marty Herney and his staff and, uh, and to Mike Shula uh, and, and the Panthers offensive staff and to Ron Rivera for the job that they've done with Cam because uh, I was one uh, who, who, you know, got a lot of brickbats here in Charlotte because during his first and second years, I, I made it clear that I didn't think he was a star, that I didn't right. think he was the kind of quarterback that, you, you know, that could take you to where you wanted to go. Uh, and, I, and I think I was right about that. But Mike uh, uh, crafted an offense that suits his talents. He's worked at it, obviously. He's, he's worked to develop his pocket presence. He's worked to develop uh, accuracy. He's developed touch, and and this season he's become a completely different quarterback in the pocket than he ever was before, uh, and he's complete. Uh, and in addition to that, he's unstoppable outside the pocket, and, and he's really – all of us are old enough to remember the single wing. We probably have probably .001% of our, our, our listeners are, but he, he's the he's – the, 2016 version of a single-wing sailback. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it's funny what one season will do for you. I hear people today telling me, they say, we haven't seen anything like him. We've never seen anything like him. But uh, frankly, you and I and Goose, Ron, we, we all saw Donovan McNabb when he first came out. He was a runner who became a pretty good quarterback. Steve Young was more runner. I covered him than a passer before he became a Hall of Famer. I go back to Randall Cunningham, slingshot arm, runner. Um, and you mentioned now that Cam is a complete quarterback. He sure seems that way. Have we seen anything like this before? No, I don't think we've seen anything like it. The people that you mentioned are all there. I've compared him to Steve coming out. Um, but uh, the thing that sets him apart is that he's six feet five, and depending on what he's had for breakfast, you know, 255 or 260. <laughs> so he can hurt defensive backs. I mean, he, he's, he's a danger to defensive backs in the open field um, because he's so long and he has such uh, great leaping ability. He's, a, he's a, a, an incredible threat in goal line and short yardage. Um, so, you know, we, we haven't seen a guy with his gifts uh, who has that body type. Uh, and, and thus far, you know, and he takes a lot of hits because he, he runs the ball aggressively. He's been indestructible. So, uh, you know, he's a, he's a unique cat. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody quite like him during my time in the game. Well, it's interesting. Both teams in the Super Bowl have quarterbacks who are the first overall picks of drafts, and both teams have great defenses, pass rushing defense and playmaking defenses. Pretty common script. Why don't more teams do that? 
Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> what was that Jim used to say? <laughs> Paragraph full stop. <laughs> A period full stop. That, that, that's that's the end of it. That, I mean, that's that's the, now, it's a lot easier said than done, uh, but that's the way to build it. And uh, and the Pats were were that way too. And 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 the Steelers uh, are, are well on their way to that. So, it, it, I mean, that's the way to win. Uh, it, it, now it, it's hard to find a quarterback, uh, but if you still, if you build the defense, uh, you're in the conversation. And when the right guy comes along. You're in position to succeed. Uh, in this case, the Broncos went out and built that defense while Peyton was still had gas in the tank, and, and they're benefiting from it. Two two uh, two Super Bowls in in four years, and it's a pretty good that's a pretty darn good record. Yes, hey, is. Bill. Last question. We've got about 45 seconds here. Bottom line: Who do you like in this game? Um, well, for a number of different reasons, um, I think it's as close a, a Super Bowl as I've ever seen. Uh, I think normally you would not say that it turns on the performance of the quarterbacks, but I think this one does, and I would give Carolina a slight edge because Denver hasn't seen them. And until you've seen Cam up close and personal, you don't know what he can do. So, I, you know, if I were going into it, as I said, my heart's with 18, but my head tells me that uh, that Carolina has a heck of a chance because Cam can do some amazing things and break down defenses in ways that no one else can. Bill, thanks again with the emphasis on again. You deserve to be in the broadcast Hall of Fame for doing this two straight weeks. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. My pleasure. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. That was Hall of Fame general manager Bill Polian. Up next, Rick will tell us why one of Bill's favorite guys, Tony Dungy, belongs in the Hall. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.